Nothing like a tight ass and a face full of clown makeup to help try and solve a worldwide pandemic. Everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Exploited. I'm Alexis Jowski. And I'm pretty sure my severe case of corona zombieitis is going to be over in a couple of months. Hey, we'll flatten that curve, you know? That's right. I'm Kevin Daly. And this week we're talking about Corona Zombies from 2020, directed by Charles Band. Breaking news. Coronavirus. Round zero of the virus. This was taken moments ago at the Wuhan China Soup Factory, where they were testing their newest flavor, bat soup. Hurry! Shut down the goddamn soup pots now! Yes, Chef Donahue! The infected are somehow transforming into violent and ravenous flesh eaters. Corona zombies? Oh my god, are you seeing this? The president has declared a nationwide lockdown. The Corona Squad has been assembled to help protect America. Citizens are asked to immediately quarantine. Haven't you heard of social distancing? Six feet, kid. Stop touching your face. I get corona, I get corona. Get drunk before everything closes. <laughs> Gotta stop this corona catastrophe one way or the other. Band is an interesting person. We've discussed him a bit before. Shockingly, not done a movie of his until this point. Yeah, we've done movies he's produced. But not directed. Because he created Empire Pictures and he produced Sorority Babes in the Slime Bubble Arama. And then he went on to create Full Moon, which still exists, and they put all their movies on Tubi. Including this one. Yep. And that's where all the Puppet Master movies are. But this is our first time discussing him as a director, although I'm I'm hesitant to say that. <laughs> yeah, not not direct, directing is. Uh, I mean, he uh, ostensibly he directed the vignettes. Maybe he directed the voice work. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to bring up right now that the movie is free on Tubi. Although, given how the movie ends, there's a lot other things I have to say about it being on Tubi. There's a there's there's two sequels. Yeah, there are two sequels. We'll not, get to not that. Related, not related to zombies, but the the, the characters in the vignettes uh, involved in two sequels. I don't know. They may have zombies in them. I don't know. I have not seen those sequels. Yeah, I guess they could also have zombies in them. So we get this bad animated opening credits where we get coronaviruses floating around and sinister music. I would like to point out this came out in April of 2020. That was a month after the lockdown started. Which makes a lot of sense when we discuss how this film was made. Because where I live, the lockdown started on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, something like that here, too. Because um, 
the bar I would go to the day before St. Patrick's Day was the last day they could be open. And um, so they were like, well, I guess we're doing our St. Patrick's party today. Green beer is 50 cents. So how drunk were you? <laughs> oh, God. That was a that was a night. I mean, no one's going to work the next day. So. <laughs> well, yeah, nobody was because all of the, the em- employers had started shutting down too. Yeah, man, that was a strange fucking time, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and that's what this movie deals with too. Yep. So, uh, during these credits, we are introduced to it. Actually, goes the players. Yeah, I'm like, what is this a pl- what is this a play? <laughs> But when you watch the movie, that's not entirely wrong. And so our players are two people. We have a cast of two. Yes, officially a cast of two in this film. Our first is Cody Renee Cameron. She plays Barbie. This gal has 77 acting credits, but no page on Wikipedia. Really? Yeah. Uh, She's been in a ton of movies, most of them from Full Moon. She's been in Evil Bong movies from Full Moon. Yes. She did a movie called Ouija's Halloween Night. Uh, She did Death Camp, The Twelve Slaves of Christmas, and then randomly a role in El Camino, a Breaking Bad story. One day I'm sure we'll cover at least one of those. (laughs) And then we get the disembodied voice of Robin Sidney as Kendra. We don't actually ever see this woman. Not not in this one. I think she might be in the actually in the sequels. She is also in Ouija's Halloween Night and a bunch of Evil Bong movies from Full Moon. I'm guessing they're friends of Charles Band's. Just yeah. a hunch. She's in a bunch of Ginger Dead Man movies from Full Moon. Because I, the way this movie seems, and this is a guess, but I'm pretty sure what happened was Charles Band was bored as off his ass, probably high. During Corona. During Corona, after a lot going, going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take footage from some Italian exploitation films, splice it together, do some MST3K-style voiceover over it, and uh, have have some of my friends shoot some vignettes to to tie it all together. Yep, because um, the movie... then it goes, special thanks to all of the actors from Hell of the Living Dead and Zombies vs. Strippers. Because that's basically this movie, is those two things. Spliced together in a very interesting way with some genuinely funny, like, riffing. Yeah, because we have Barbie and Kentra, they provide the wraparound story where we get... Completely redubbed versions of Bruno Mattei's Hell of the Living Dead. And we know Bruno Mattei. Oh, yes. Hell, we could have just done Bruno Mattei's Hell of the Living Dead because. Could have just done Hell of the Living Dead. 90% of that movie is this movie. <laughs> this is probably more fun, though. Yeah, it is more fun. I, I rewatched Hell of the Living Dead um, a couple days ago. It seems pretty this. fucking grim. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it's an Italian horror movie. You know they're all grim. We've seen a thousand of them. I know. They 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 go out of their way to be as graphic as possible and do a damn fine job of it. There is no Italian horror film with a happy ending. And this then, is a lot about Italy. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Zombie versus Strippers from 2012. We get shots from that. 
not as many shots from that. And that sort of seems like something maybe we should do that one at some point. Maybe, given the, the glimpses we get. It's uh, very quirky. And then there's a credit for music by Tuply. Uh, but it's Danny Elfman at home. Yeah, um, this is his only credit that he's ever had. Or her. I don't know. Tuply is yeah. pretty gender neutral. It's just Charles Band doing Danny Elfman style music. I googled him, and all I get is just fucking toilet paper. Yeah, pretty sure it's Charles Band probably doing a Danny Elfman style score. But what most of this movie is, is Woody Allen's first film, What's Up, Tiger Lily? Yeah. Was just, he took some, like, old Hong Kong movie and completely redubbed it to make a, a fun comedy. And that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, but we get our wraparound story where we begin at the uh, the Bodega Bay Trailer Park in Santa Monica, California. You know, and Barbie comes home to her trailer, which, when she goes inside, it's this fucking fancy-ass house. <laughs> Even the trailers in Santa Monica are fancy. Yeah. This is clearly shot on one handheld camera. It's unsteady. There's unwanted background noise. This is all one take. Like, I literally thought there was an earthquake happening at one point. <laughs> I, I think, again, because of when this came out, I'm pretty sure Charles is just like, hey, ladies, can you shoot some of this shit for me? Yeah, I'm just going to hang out behind the couch with my mask on. But she's come back and she's complaining that the store is out of everything. There's no toilet paper or hand sanitizer, you know, which we've been there. We we all lived yep. through that pandemic. We did. And she's like, oh, some girls tried to karate chop me for toilet paper. And she's talking on the, the phone to her friend Kendra. And uh, Kendra tells her like, oh, girl, turn on the news. And we get bad CG news. <laughs> We have the dumbest line where Barbie goes, Coronavirus, is it a holiday? <laughs> where my note says, Does your house always smell like pancakes? You dumb fucking skank. I mean, look at her. Yeah. They're like, why, why would you say that? Everybody's drinking beer. And literally, nobody was drinking beer in the shots that we saw. It was just a newscaster talking over a picture of a virus. And then this girl goes, everybody's drinking beer! I got quite mad at that. And then they, they, they say that it's like... Oh. Originating in Wuhan, China. Wuhan? But I love that rap group. <laughs> and I'm like... I, womp womp. Womp womp. Uh, you thinking of Wu-Tang? <laughs> yes, that, that was the joke. That's although, the joke. <laughs> although one thing in here, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but they show hospital footage. Yeah. But it's people doing CPR on a dummy. It's, Who knows? It's like first aid stock footage. And then after they give you everything you need to know about coronavirus, that it can cause moderate to severe death. <laughs> moderate death sounds better than severe death. <laughs> they go, oh, breaking news. It also makes people zombies. Yeah, that escalated quickly. And she goes, why can't they be Heineken zombies? <laughs> oh, bad. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pabst Blue Ribbon! PBR zombies. Oh, yeah. And so we go to we go to live footage of Grand Zero. And now we get the actual um, Hell of the Living Dead footage. 
And it's at this point I realize this is, in fact, supposed to be a spoof. Yeah, because they're at the Scramble Soup Factory. Where they've decided to make bat soup. <laughs> Fucking bat soup. And so, like in the original movie, it's a uh, it's a chemical plant that's having a a big problem. But here, it's it's a soup factory, and they're like, "Shut down the goddamn soup plants! Clam chowder, check. <laughs> the cream of mushroom is scalding." And I was like, "What that? What what the fuck is happening?" It took me a minute to realize that this was a comedy, especially when somebody's like, "Push the button, keep pushing that button." Yeah, well, that's 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 the point. Where, like, this feels like mystery science theater dialogue. It's just reminding me of the movie. It's, it's like engage techno babble. Yeah, well, then they go into the the plant. They're like, we have to shut off the soup manually, and then they're like, I haven't seen this much smoke since a Snoop Dogg concert. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing. You're riffing. Yes. And then like a zombie attacks them. They're like, oh, it's Jerry. What the hell, Jerry? Knock it off, Jerry. And I'm like, I kind of liked that. Yeah. This is like I said, it, it it just reminds me of some MST3K stuff, right? Like, and so when I went, once I realized that was where we were going, uh, I was like, okay, I think I'm I'm feeling it. Yeah, because it, it does feel like a riff, and I kind of do like that. And some some of it some of it misses, but a lot of it hits actually. My some surprise. Hits, some some misses by a mile, but. I mean, I like well, the part I'm more. Where, more hits than misses. I think it was pretty more good. hits than misses. Um, but I like where the chef, because it's run by Chef Donahue. <laughs> they missed an opportunity. Who the fuck is Donahue? You have Fieri or Gordon Ramsay or fucking Boyardee, and you just go with Donahue? Yeah. And he's like. Ah, uh, quick announcements. Uh, the company picnic is canceled. Bowling night's canceled. Also, run for your lives. Flesh-eating corona zombies are going to take over the world. I think there's, there's a line that he goes, I, I always said that bat soup was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Bat soup. Like, where the fuck did they come up with that? Well, apparently the, the, the re, the, uh, apparently that is a common thing to eat in that region of China. Well, I know they sold bats in the wet markets, and a lot of people thought that's where Corona came from, and there was a lot of talk about the bats. Right. And again, this came out in April of that year, so that was still kind of a running theme. Yeah, that's when we still hold all the, the China hate. I mean, I'm sure we still that's still around. Yeah, but then we smash right into a fucking press conference from Donald Trump. That hurt. Just him being dumb. <laughs> Yeah, where it's it's one of the early press conferences where he's like, "Oh, this is not going to amount to anything. You know, everything's going to be fine." Smash cut to zombies eating people's faces. Right. And I'm like, "Clever commentary." Right, exactly. So then we get Barbie wandering around her kitchen like an idiot, and um She's, like, opening her kitchen cabinets going, oh, there's no toilet paper. And I'm like, you keep it in your fucking kitchen? I like what she goes. I don't have any coffee filters. And I look over her shoulder. I have a Keurig. Why would you have coffee filters? Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't. And then I was like, bitch, when we were poor with Martha and lived in a place that we, we couldn't get anybody to come, like, no facilities, we used fucking newspapers. I mean, I always figured, like, if I ran out of toilet paper, I would just hop in the fucking shower and just 
hose myself down, essentially. Well, when we were in the, the winter and we had nobody that could deliver us water. Oh, yeah. And so we all had to, like, hike out to the edge of the property. And I remember one time Martha's like, there's no toilet paper. And I told her, use a handful of snow. <laughs> it's like that scene from from uh, Dead Snow. <laughs> yeah. In the fucking frozen-ass outhouse. Just, just use your hand and some snow. I mean, it is water. And and even in here, um, Barbie points out, she's like, well, I think my garden hose will reach the bathroom window. Here you go. You just, like I said, though, I mean, if you're going to go that far, you might as well just use the shower. And um, and then we go to learn about the, the, the Corona Squad. Sounds like a great TV show. Corona Squad. It, it, it looks like a TV show because it's from a 1980 movie. It's <laughs> true. It's fucking at. Hell of the Living Dead footage. The, the zombies keep saying Corona. I'm like, do they, they eat the coronavirus? Like, yeah, and they're like, usually, when they, usually when the zombies say brains, that's what they want to eat. So I'm like, maybe we should be helping the zombies if they're trying to eat the virus. I mean, yeah, and so they they go live. We get live footage of a about the toilet paper shortage, and that's one thing I hated about this movie. It was like. There's a finite amount of jokes you can make about the toilet paper shortage, and you, you exceed it by about 50. <laughs> That's the whole subplot for half the movie. Yeah, so there's a toilet paper shortage because a toilet paper ship was hijacked by terrorists. And the Corona Squad has now cornered the hijacker, which in... The actual Hell of the Living Dead, it's a political thing. That It's political hostages. There's like a coup going on because it's in some some country. They don't say in the movie. Some Central American country, probably. And um, they're like... Uh, in, in here, we're in the wilds of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, we're in the wilds of Baltimore in this movie. And they're going to bust this, this hijacker, this terrorist. And they're like, hey, you know, once we get him, we'll all be heroes. And one guy goes, I can finally get laid. <laughs> Somebody says, I'd love to bang a Chinese midget. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, hey. The, I was like, that's uh, very specific. <laughs> you, you got a bit off track there. That's that's not <laughs> funny now. <laughs> and the terrorist is asking for five million jillion dollars, a Russian hook, a hooker, and a gift certificate to P.F. Chang's. It's like, well, we can get you one of those three things. But why P.F. Chang's? Well, he wants to break the record for world's largest poop. I know, like, get some fucking real Chinese food. <laughs> like, when I was doing, um, when I was tutoring English for the, the university, there was some, like, first-year comp student from China. Oh, yeah. That wrote a paper that was comparing, he's like, I'm gonna compare Panda Express to P.F. Chang's. And he hated it. He hated P.F. Tranks. He's like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> he liked Panda, okay? He was like, meh about Panda, but... Panda mid, but edible. P.F. Chang's terrible. P.F. Chang's, it was like a paragraph of cuss words. Fascinating. So they uh, they tell us that the, uh, the hijacker is a guy named Francois who's a failed French-Canadian gymnast who turned to a life of crime after not winning a Matt Dillon look-alike contest. Which, 
yeah, the dude does look like a young Matt Dillon. <laughs> he does. Um, and I like how he turns the gun on an old woman and it goes, get down, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> well, yeah, she kind of looks like Mrs. Doubtfire. That was the funny thing. I mean, it's it's a good riff. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're, we're, we're doing here. He's, again, Charles is just bored as shit, locked out, nothing to do. I'm just going to riff hell the living dead. That's pretty much this whole movie. Yeah. And then um, we go back to Bambi watching the news, and we're learning that zombies have attacked a strip club in New Jersey. They have attacked the Tits and Giggles Strip Club. It's <laughs> a good name. Yeah, and um, we get a little bit of redubbing. They don't quite redub redub this the way they do Hello Living Dead. We get one person going, oh yeah, there were Corona zombies everywhere, but did you get a load of that ass? <laughs> <laughs> And my note, it says, Zombies vs. Strippers does not look like a good movie. It does not, but it looks like a movie we would do. <laughs> we get some girl fighting a fucking birthday party clown, and then shit is on fire? At some point, somebody gets impaled with his pool cue. Yeah. Which must be a really sharp fucking pool cue. And then it cuts right to people partying at spring break, and it's actual news footage. <laughs> it, it is. Of the people that were on spring break saying, hey, if I get corona, I get corona, but I'm going to keep partying. I'm like, this actually happened. People were this fucking stupid. I think I think that's the point. I think we got some social commentary here. Yeah, that they used actual news footage of actual people on spring break going, oh, yeah, I'm going to party it up. I'm 19 and don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Probably at Havasu. Yeah, we're just trying to get drunk before everything closes. And just as I was getting my maddest, we go right back to hell footage. Hell of the Living Dead footage, and the Corona Squad is, like, out in the wilds of Baltimore, trying to find the missing stash of toilet paper. Yeah, because our, our hijacker didn't have it. Yeah, and we get this wonderful scene. I love this scene that has the couple in the car with their infected kid. And apparently they're driving a cab? <laughs> Yeah. And they have, like, passengers that are like, can we keep moving? Like, wh why are you and your wife stopping to have a fight? Kid's been bit. Yeah, kid's been bit. And the wife's like, I should listen to my mother and never married a wannabe rock star. And he's like, oh, I'm telling you, White Thunder's gonna break, honey. Why can't you support my goal? The funny thing is, this is... Actually, look, when you watch these kinds of movies, they always have some dumb shit like this. Yeah. It, right? It, some random people arguing about their stupid personal problems. Actually, there was an entire movie about this called Open Water. Oh, yeah. I mean, this could very well be the actual movie. I mean, it's not, but it could be. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they've done it before. Why not? And then um, the couple in the back seat that's like, I'm calling an Uber! Do yourself a favor and dump this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, I really liked this bit. And so uh, one thing uh, important about the Hell of the Living Dead footage they use is they use the original soundtrack by Goblin. Yeah, which, which is very, it's about as Italian exploitation as it gets. And so the kid's turning into a zombie, which is a really effective photography by Bruno Mattei. It's a I mean, he's, got some, he's got some chops. Yeah, that kid turning into a zombie is really fucking awesome. It's awesome in Hell of the Living Dead. I can't credit Corona Zombies with this awesome moment of the kid turning into the zombie. That Bruno Mattei thing, but 
And I will say this, no matter how you feel about Italian zombie films, they go all in on the practical effects. Yeah. We and get- uh, they, this, there's no exception here. Oh, yeah. The kid turning into a zombie is great work from Bruno Mattai 43 years before this movie was made. Yeah. And um, we get, like, I guess this woman, they've decided she's a news reporter. Yes. And this guy's a photographer, but they get attacked by zombies. And so she's running back to the car, like, start the car, I love your band! But the the Corona Squad, um, they're off to go, like, go find Francois's mom. Yeah, because apparently she has the toilet paper. I love how a, re- a movie that's all repurposed footage has too many plot threads. The original movie had too many plot threads. And I, my note here says, shit, we should have just done Hell of the Living Dead, which was also free on Tubi. I do appreciate that Hell of the Living Dead has a scene where dudes take turns shooting a child. Yeah, they, they yeet the kid against the car and go, haven't you ever heard of social distancing? Six feet, kid. Yeah, and then just... Light him up. Yep. In their defense, he is a zombie. And then we get this bullshit with the fucking native village. So dumb. I hated this part. This is the part where it turns racist. Let's just proof again that we can't get away from cannibals, even in a coronavirus zombie spoof. Because they're going to a native village because there's like a shaman. And we have black natives that are like, hey, brother, do you need your window washed? <laughs> And I was like, "Oh God, you're being racist. That's that's mean." So why would why did she just suddenly strip down naked and run into the, the cannibal village in the actual movie? Yeah, they um. She and runs, jogs naked. Jogs she, naked like three miles. She 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 strips naked and throws on some face paint and runs into uh the wilds of native Baltimore. Uh, there's a line there about didn't these guys perform at Knott's Berry Farm? <laughs> And I'm like, oh shit! You're 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 taking a SoCal reference and transplanting it to an East Coast location. I mean, I appreciated it. Well, yeah, you live near Knott's Berry Farm. It's true. That's like ten minute drive for you. It's true. But you're not in Baltimore. No, I'm not. So, but in, in the actual Hell of the Living Dead movie, what was the point of her doing that? I actually don't even know. I can't remember. Is it- <laughs> I think that this was her goal, but she was just studying the natives, and she wanted these people to accompany her. Like, irregardless of this zombie pandemic happening, she's like, I still gotta study the natives. My my anthropology calls to me. Pretty much just as good of a reason as this movie. Okay. Yeah, and then all all these natives, the, the, we get nothing but racist, quote-unquote, ghetto jokes, as I put it. Yeah, they're doing some catcalling. They're doing catcalling it feels like fucking black exploitation and i'm like this is super offensive thankfully we're rescued by footage from the tits and google strip club it's not a very long scene you know and and the news reporter is saying stay at home help flatten the curve no matter how desperate you are to see a naked woman (laughs) and this this chunk of zombie versus strippers footage was weird because you get a michael jackson zombie and then you have a topless nun. Yeah, I think I think the topless nun is the one of the main characters. Judging by what we see later, yeah, topless nun is kicking some zombie ass. And then we realize why we needed the zombies versus stripper footage because Barbie does not do nude scenes. Right. She goes to take a shower and stays in her clothes. 
Yeah, she, not not even just like she won't do like show anything. She won't even like she doesn't want any association with the fact that she might be naked in this. She's wearing a shirt and a bra, like uh, the opposite of a nudity clause. You know, and she's just standing in the shower with her shirt and bra, and we get like an idea that there's a corona zombie in her house. And you know what she sings in the shower? Do you remember? I don't remember. She sings happy birthday. Oh, yeah. I mean, at least Tara Reed and Josie and the Pussycat saying if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. (laughs) This fucking girl sings happy birthday to you. Sometimes you just get the song stuck in your head and you gotta get it out. That song isn't even public domain. (laughs) No. They had to bury the rights to Happy Birthday. Pretty sure that's all Charles could think of in the moment. Oh, yeah. You could have had her sing Ave Maria. That's public domain. True. That would have been funny. But anyway, we're back to the Corona Squad and Hell of the Living Dead. And somebody the, the, they still have the photographer filming the news reporter. The, the, the news reporter goes out and starts filming zombies like, like they're models. And he has the most tasteless line ever when he says, Make love to the lens like your stepdaughter's mom just passed away. That's we've, pre- seen a, we've seen enough of these movies to know that those cameraman guys are always super creepy and weird, though. Yeah. I mean, this it's an Italian exploitation film. And then this motherfucker runs out like one of the guys with the gun. I think it's Argento. Argento, yeah. Who dies five fucking times in this movie. Oh, yeah, he dies, like, multiple times somehow. He runs out screaming yo mama jokes at the zombies. But then they get away and they find the mom's house and they go, Oh, it looks like the house from the Golden Girls, which it does. (laughs) (laughs) But also, you and I know that all of these Italian movies were shot in abandoned villas. That's right, they were. Yeah, this was some fucking fascist's house in 1942 or something. Which makes it all the more interesting. Yeah, especially when we get the character of Shemp. Yeah, I love that name. Yeah, it's one of the three st- multiple stooges. Yes. <laughs> when he, he he finds all these dresses and just starts wearing these fucking dresses. Never, uh, never a bad time for, for drag. Yeah, and just like in Hell of Living Dead, this guy just dances around the house in a dress. Like, he, he puts his gun down and just skips around in a dress singing. I said, I can't imagine that scene is any less amazing, even in context. So they find the the mom, and we get this joke here where he's like, Ma'am, I'm from Publisher's Clearinghouse, and I'm t- here to tell you you're a winner. And I got mad. Have rage emojis, because that joke was old in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but, but yeah, zombies. There's a line here about, let's see those goat titties. I don't know why I remembered that line. Because it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's a bizarre line. I can't remember what it was in, 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 in context to. I think that's why, I I think that's why I wrote you. Because of, let's see those goat titties. I'm pretty sure that's, uh. Yeah, and Shemp gets eated. He went out, uh, as he came into the world. Dancing around in drag. And they go, up yours, you bat soup eating bastards from hell. And it was like, oh, racism again? And then when they're fighting the zombies, somebody says, this is for Joe Exotic. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a oh, yeah. fucking random thing. Well, the sequel. 
Yeah, the sequel, Barbie and Kendra Saves the Tiger King. Just setting up the sequel. We're setting up the sequel. They're setting up the trilogy here. And um, they can't start the car because they say the zombies must have put sugar in the gas tank. <laughs> yeah. like, man, those zombies got smart real fast. Yeah, they're like, use OnStar. And I'm like, okay. These are barely jokes now. Yeah, like I said, some of it's some of it's a miss. I have an angry note about Tubi, where it's like these commercials are a relief. Give me FanDuel, give me Peloton. Ah, uh, FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel. You know the the commercials are a relief. The fucking commercial for Peloton. It's a relief. It's a break from this. Must gamble on sports. But then we're back to breaking news about tits and giggles. And we get some of that that strippers versus zombies action. Yep. And we go right from that to a smash cut to Donald Trump. And it hurts again. Just being Donald Trump. He's like, we're going to have the country open by Easter. And it was like, ugh. Yeah, obviously, in hindsight, that was pretty fucking stupid, right? Yeah. And then Barbie's still talking on the phone to Kendra. And she goes, this lockdown sucks. It's been like two hours. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. It was two hours in March, and Donald <laughs> Trump is talking about Easter. What, what, what universe are you girls in, as opposed to the other movie? And Hell of the Living Dead, fucking days have passed. Time, time is a construct. It's <laughs> yeah. illusion. And apparently it's also Taco Tuesday, according to Barbie. Yeah, she's sad that she can't go out and get tacos. My thought is, I mean, the food service stuff is still open. Yeah, for delivery. You can order some tacos for Taco Tuesday. Somebody will drop it off for you. Yeah, just fucking DoorDash that shit, girl. DoorDash door Taco Bell. Everything's fine. You live in Santa Monica. There are Taco Bells about. Hell, during lockdown, I lived off of DoorDash. With actually Panda Express quite frequently. thing I early on that I would get was like Arby's brought back like they had like five regular roast beefs for ten bucks. Oh, man. And I'm I- like, I'm like, I'm just getting all the roast beef sandwiches. I went back and forth between Panda Express and Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes is good. Their chicken sandwiches and everything. It was a, I ate well during COVID. I think most of us did. And then we I, all, all got a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> but then suddenly Barbie's like, oh, wait, I, I, I hooked up with a survivalist named Jim. And he, he has toilet paper in my garage. But before we can get to her, we, we have to finish up the Corona Squad as they get on their way to the Scramble Soup Factory. And they uh, they go through the factory, as they did in Hell of the Living Dead. So, uh, so what I, I understand now is that there is a soup factory in the wilds of Baltimore. Yeah, that they that, have to uh, get to that by they boat. Im- that they Im- yeah, by boat. That they import bats from Wuhan, China to make bat soup. That's that's what I was getting at yeah. this at this point. And they have to row to this on a boat that has an outboard motor. And there's a line here about the soup was created to bring people joy, not force people to wash their hands or gel up after intercourse. <laughs> yeah, there's some body condom jokes at some point in this movie. I've apparently added nine rage emojis after that line. I do appreciate that there's an entire room dedicated to cream corn, though, at the Scramble Soup Factory. Yeah. We do get, like, random non-sequiturs that are not funny throughout here, because, like, at this point, there's, it's like, how do we get to the ninth floor? I don't know, but I really need to take a leak. That's the joke. The man does not have to go pee. They're just walking upstairs and talking about stuff. 
and there's just a random line about P that never is followed up on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always so much material. And they, they say, oh, this would be a great place to shoot a mis- music video. Yeah, in the 80s, but you're in 2020. Nobody is shooting music videos in factories in 2020. But the movie came out. Yeah, and somebody says, oh, wow, it's very steampunk. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a modern fucking factory. It's just plain-ass steam with no punk. <laughs> it's just modern industrial. Yeah. That's right. Some of this stuff's pretty dumb. They definitely get, the writing gets weaker as the movie goes on. <laughs> the movie on. goes on. They're, they're running out of steam. They're running out of steampunk. They're running out of steampunk, yep. And um, they're just kind of like, they're really reaching. And um, like they're shooting somebody and they're like, this is for closing movie theaters and getting Burning Man canceled. Topical. Oh, yeah. Given Burning Man this past weekend, <laughs> maybe it should have stayed canceled. <laughs> Yeah, well, it would have kept this from happening. Oh, heavens. Yeah, but my, my, my notes here just say, no sense is being made. <laughs> Seven rage emojis. <laughs> you know, we, we get lines just like, I can't, thanks to you zombies, I can't hook up on Tinder anymore. I'll never bang a random again. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Which is what I said when I decided to delete Grinder last week. <laughs> Pour one out for the randoms. Yep. And then we literally have a dude that dies and goes, What a world! What a world! And I'm like, That joke has existed since 1939. That's a Wizard of Oz reference, you motherfuckers. Um, oh, what, what, what here? I have a note that says, Fuck you. Fuck you so hard. I hate this movie. Rage emojis. Oh, uh, it's, it's where they say that the zombies are going to miss out on the stimulus package. <laughs> I mean, it was dumb, but kind of. Baby left. Yeah, and then it's just like the one girl and the guy, and he goes, Let me get one last look at your boobs. Let me die a hero. They got to look at a great set of boobies. And then they die. Their their, their faces get ripped off by zombies. Man, the those effects on Barbara getting basically eyeballs punched out from her mouth. I don't even know how that worked, but it was pretty grim. Oh, yeah. Hell of the Living Dead has great effects. Bruno Mattei knew what he was doing with that movie. Oh, yeah, they, uh, they went in with the gore. I don't know what happens at the end of Hell of the Living Dead, but it doesn't seem like it's a good thing. That is exactly what happens at the, at the end of Hell of the Living Dead. You saw the end of Hell of the Living Dead in that movie. <laughs> and the zombies take over the world. The end. Yep. And then uh, Barbie goes looking through her garage for the toilet paper, and then a corona zombie attacks, and then... We get the worst fucking green screen, um, because she's rear-projected against footage of Hell of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. And she runs away from a zombie, and we get our ending with our credits that say, Download today! <laughs> uh, because, well, the way Full Moon operates, yeah, they have these streaming deals, like with Tubi, but they pay, they need more money. So they want you to go pay $20 for a digital copy. You know, that's yeah, I why... Yeah, I don't think I'm paying $20. I I was amused by this, but I'm not paying 20 bucks for a digital copy of, of Corona Zombies. But yeah, that's our credits, where they go, follow us on Instagram! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Or, as some of my favorite content creators say, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the uh, movies in 2023. 
Yeah. Or 2020 in this case. This movie's credits are literally like, hit that subscribe button. I mean, I'm so used to that now. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, that's this movie's credits. Like, comment, and subscribe. So where do you put this on the coffee scale? It's a tough one, because I enjoyed it. It's only an hour long, which is definitely to its benefit. Um, on the other hand, it's it's bad. I mean, but when you realize it was literally just a, a board director <laughs> splicing shit together and riffing on it. I mean, how many times have we done, yeah. done that? So this is not midnight lobster truck coffee no it's too fun for that this is this is you've been out drinking and are having 1 a.m ihop coffee and laughing with your friends about it those are good times i miss those days yes somehow 1 a.m ihop coffee is better than midnight lobster truck coffee Or or going to in my case it was denny's but yeah i mean same idea right yeah same idea You've been out drinking all night and you know you're you're going with your friends and it's like let's eat a bunch of fucking food at one in the morning and drink oh. some coffee. Oh, that reminds me of being in college. Yeah, that's what this movie is. It is it is that. It's that dumb irresponsibility. It's not good. Like we don't quite look fondly back on that. It's like, oh god, we were stupid. What were we thinking doing that? But also we look back on it and go, those were simpler times. Yeah, and I know it's hard to say that Corona lockdown was simpler times, but it was a time. The time that existed. I mean, it was simpler in a lot of ways if you think about it, right? You can't show this movie to to kids five years from now and expect them to get it. (laughs) No. This is a movie that definitely relies on the fact that people were either living in through it at the time or very, very close to uh, <laughs> recently having had it happen. Like, If your grandkids are learning about the pandemic in school and ask you questions, are you going to show them Corona zombies? Yeah, no. No. But yeah, that's a, it's a fun movie. I mean, it misses a lot of jokes. Yeah. There's a lot of weird Listen. racist shit, but... There is some funny stuff, too. Um, But it... It does one comedy thing good, is that it just doesn't stop, it doesn't give up, it throws everything at the wall, and yeah, some stuff sticks. It just keeps going. It doesn't It doesn't linger too long on one joke, it just moves right on to the next one. Well, it lingers on toilet paper too fucking long. Well, yeah, as a plot, plot device. Which is one problem I have about pandemic humor, is that it works best in small bits it works well as a one-liner. Yeah. Um, but when you try to make a narrative out of it, that's why, um, oh, what's his fucking face? Um, Judd Apatow, he did a movie about the pandemic called The Bubble. Oh, I didn't even know that. Which was about a film crew trying to make a movie during the pandemic. So they got masks and things and they're trying to make a movie. It flopped. It, that movie fell right on its face. It's not a very good movie because... There's a finite amount of jokes you can make about the pandemic. Right. You can't create a narrative about what happened. I mean, you can, but not in this, not in, uh, not in this way. You, you can. It takes a talented hand. You can't do a comedy about it, though. Yeah, it would be, it would be difficult to do a comedy. I do think that there will be eventually movies made about it, but they're going to be more 
pseudo documentary, you know, historical drama sort of things. That'd be more like that fucking movie that had Tom Hanks and Christopher Plummer that was about 9-11. Yeah, something like that. Like real desperate Oscar grab movies. Yes, that's that's what we're going to get. Yeah, we're going to get that. Anything else about Corona Zombies? Uh, no. I like it. It's funny. It's only an hour, which was very pleasant. Uh, the sequels are Barbie and Kendra Save the Tataki and Barbie and Kendra Storm Area 51. Which were two current event things happening at that minute. Yep. So, uh, who knows? We may do those eventually, just because I'm sure they're the exact same dumb repurposed shit. I'm curious to see what they repurposed, or if they did, because pandemic was ending by the time those were made. They could have made a movie. God's notes, Charles Band could make a movie for 50 bucks. He did. It was this movie. That's, yep. But anyway, yeah, that was our episode on Corona Zombies. I hope you enjoyed our episode. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends, leave us a rating, you know, help get the word out. Give us that, that, that buzz, you know? You can check out more episodes at our website at www.exploitedpodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at exploitedpodcast or on X, X give it to you. at Podcast Exploit. You can also join our Exploited Discord. Link is on the website. Or contact us at exploitedpodcast at gmail.com. So our bonus episode this week is the wonderful Return of the Living Dead 3. We get a good zombie movie. Yes. And next week is Swim Sploitation. Will be fun. That will be fun. We will catch you then. Good night, everybody. Good night.